0: This is the Realm of Agape Christian Church. We thank God for this series, the Spiritual Maturity Series. We're going to continue with the unceasing lifeline of prayer, but this is part two. We had part one. God is dealing with us to learn how to be more strategic in a cultivating way in our prayer life. It takes a mind that will agree with God for it is not a day of business as usual. Cultivation takes some predetermined steps that have to be done strategically in order, proactively moving with a plan for, yes, there's going to be a different day. So we're thanking God that we did do what he said every step along the way. And lo and behold, here we are. Glad to be in God's service one more time. Amen. Here we are in our spiritual maturity series. Maturing in the Lord does take some struggle. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, rulers, of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. Amen. We're going against these things just so we could grow up in God. We're going to be in Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. One sentence Jesus is teaching about the disciples' prayer. I'm calling it the disciples' prayer. The Lord's prayer was in a different chapter. Amen. Uh, But he's teaching the disciples, so I'm calling it what theologians should call it. There are some theologians, theologians that see it as this. The Lord teaching the disciples, so we call it the disciples prayer. One of the sentences from it, the fourth one, we'll be dealing with. And in Philippians 4.9, familiar scripture there, we will deal with because they form the thesis for today. Thanking God for all of you who have made it through our change up here in the new location of our headquarters i thank god i think mother likes here better because she looks good she got a spryness in her step amen (laughs) she said i'm gonna make it over there and i heard the tinkling of the uh door knob i said oh mother has come in the room (laughs) bless his name and she looks good this is her birthday weekend labor day weekend my god let's look at the scriptures amen jesus i love you I pray that you will provide wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of these scriptures which you have uh, given for this message. We love you and give your name the glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 6, 11, Words of Jesus says here, Give us this day our daily bread. Amen. That's it. In your Bible, it may be printed in red. Maybe. Those are words of Jesus. Give us this day our what? Daily bread. And look at Philippians 4 9. These are both in the King James Version. Uh, Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. All of that. What we got to do? Do. We got to do them. Do. And the God of peace shall be with you. This is an if-then. It's conditional. You got to do all these things. You got to learn. You got to receive. You got to hear. And and seeing him do it, amen, that means you're close to Jesus and he is your Lord and he's showing you, he's teaching you. And then when you are, you know, uh, in the revelatory knowledge of these things, wisdom from heaven, don't just learn about them and observe them. Do them. Why? Because he's transforming you and, and enabling you with power to do them. And after you do do them, what happens? The God of peace shall be with you. There are a lot of people not doing these things and are yet saying God is with them in a peaceful manner. No, God is your adversary. You look in Genesis, uh, the seed of Eve and Adam would be at enmity against Satan and Satan against them. So uh, when you're not walking with the Lord, the same thing happens. You're not in God. You're outside of God. Who's outside of God? The enemies of God. You're not going to be at peace with God. God needs to rise to his rest and be blessed with our praise. That's what he wants. And God is spirit. And they that worship him must what? Worship him in spirit and truth. The spirit of God is now leading us to experience revelation knowledge as such, unlocking how precious it is to live by the continuous life flow of the disciples' prayer. Many call this prayer the Lord's Prayer, but the Lord actually taught his disciples this prayer as a model of divine communication, meditation, and also worship. The whole prayer is able to be outlined in seven parts, if we think about it as having seven parts. This message is going to examine the fourth part, which admonishes true worshipers of Jesus to daily seek the food of divine freedom. I want to share knowledge about that today. The food of divine freedom. Food. What kind of food? Divine food. What does it do? What's the effects of it? Brings you freedom. See, God is not gonna have music in the background and then trick you to say, oh, your liver gonna explode, you're gonna grow another third foot. You know, they tell you all this when they're selling medicine on TV. They're having people having picnics and laughing and joyously dancing around as they play happy music. Meanwhile, in the background, they're telling you all the damage this medicine's gonna do. But God is showing us that his food is divine and it will bring uh, us freedom. So we have to be freed from sin, see? And we'll be free to worship God correctly. So this part of the disciples' prayer is reminding us that our prayer life should be nourished exclusively by whom? By God, amen? Is Jesus the vine and we the branches? Yes. Remember last time we were speaking about Jesus as though he were uh, an IV intravenous, uh, giving us nutrients from heaven, right? Needed, and we have to stay connected. Prayer, a prayer life is a continuous connection, and that's why he says, "Enter thou into the joy of the Lord," because he intimately knows you. Uh, if not, he's going to say, "Depart from me." Why? You're not plugged into me. You disconnected the IV. In other words, depart from me. I want no. You not That's what that means Know is a continuous life flow To know To be intimate Amen I'm not intimate with every woman I know a lot of women But I'm only intimate with one Lisa, amen Thank God God has a lot of people calling them Lord But not everybody's intimate uh, Some are going to be sad on that day Depart from me I want Know you no. not I want to know you Lord Amen. I just want to know you. I want to know you so well. Uh, let me, in Fred Hammond's song is coming back, let me seek your face. I want to hear you clearly. No more mistakes. Amen. Thank God. The Lord was bringing that back up in my spirit as he was saying that now I have grown in a way that I'm not just seeking his hand. But I'm diligently seeking his what? Face. Because I want to know him. And the closer you are to the Lord, let me see you clearly. Amen. Hallelujah. And then when he does that, things that used to bother you are dropping off. Chains that seem to bind you serve only to remind you that they drop powerless behind you when you really praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. When you do that, these little naggy things that used to nag, you don't nag you anymore. Amen. Thank God we have to get closer to the Lord. And when you are striving to have an unceasing lifeline of prayer, that's what's going to happen. And I'm saying, Lord, you are my exclusive food from heaven. And it's divine. And it's going to give me what? Freedom. That's why this picture of me going to the dump. Dumping out things I don't need. We have less clutter. Amen. And only the right things that ought to be in the spots where the clutter used to be. We have things that are very useful and needed now in those spots. And uh, when I dumped, I did not think in my mind, oh, I want to go back and get that and go trudging through the sludge and find what I threw away. That's how we ought to treat sin. Stop going back to the altar and try to find where it is. It's like a dog going back to its vomit. My God, we got to roll our way to the Lord. Just give it over to Him. Those bad habits, give, give them. And even people could be a bad habit, amen. Give God those people. And some people you love could be uh, having some naggy kind of attributes. you got to give the naggy stuff to the Lord, amen. Don't fight each other. Love them. Amen. My father used to say love. And I say, you need to take the word the out of there. Love hell out of them. Amen. It sound like you're cursing. <laughs> but yes, love hell out of folk. Amen. <laughs> Jesus could cause you to love folk so much, there's no room for hell. Amen. Thank <laughs> you. And we'll sing that old song I'm sold out. No room. No vacancy. I'm sold out. I'm full of Jesus. There's no room for mess. Thank God. We're going through a wilderness journey in this faith journey. Much like the children of Israel, they had to learn some hard lessons, though. Sometimes we on this earth have to learn hard lessons uh, in this journey through the wilderness. Um, It doesn't have to be that way, though. The first three parts of the disciples' prayer lead up to the fourth part that we're dealing with. And uh, we must find out these things, what should be experienced, as one who is living a, uh, an unceasing lifeline of prayer. Um, we must recognize who God is, right? We must adore God because of who he is. And we must seek to do God's will. These are the first parts of the prayer. Those have to be uh, things we graduate from. They are the, what we call in college the prerequisites. Amen. People want to jump, skip past the first three and go right to uh, be my daily bread. I love bread. Oh, give me my food, Lord. God says, tut, tut. Did you recognize who I am first? Three persons. I am three. All three got to learn about me. I am your father. Amen. Our what? Father who art in heaven. Thank God. Recognize him. And the father has, amen, other parts of the family. There's a son. Amen. Amen. And who brought forth the Son on earth. That is the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit goes about. It's a mighty rushing wind. Sometimes he's birthing. Sometimes he's destroying. Sometimes he's healing, correcting, doing a lot. The Holy Ghost does. Amen. Thank God. And because of Jesus paying the price He has allowed us to come and see the Father now. He strengthens us to have the power to walk through the wilderness and get to God. The Father is waiting for us to come and have fellowship with him. We can if we have the blood-stained tattoo on our soul, the blood of Jesus. Amen. And we have been empowered through the journey by the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. We need to recognize who God is. We must adore God because of who he is, not how we feel. Who he is, the praise due to God. That's why the prayer has what? Hollowed be thy name. His name means something. Every name in the Bible means something. It's an allegorical, prophetic, allegorical book. Amen. Every name is uh, giving us some kind of meaning every town has some kind of meaning every experience has some kind of meaning and we must learn what all of it means and we can adore god better and we must seek to do god's will for his word is the path to finding his will which is our purpose in god which is why so many people don't have the right purpose that's why this is in the prayer thy kingdom come and what else Thy will be done. Thank God. His will, not ours. We don't make our own will and then say it's God's will. Don't, no, we can't do that. So many singers on stages are doing that. Scantily clad, getting ready to be profane and disgusting on stage. Oh, help us. Oh, God, we, and and they use vernacular from the church. We plead the blood and all this kind of talk. I'm like, plead the blood? What? Put your clothes on. What? You heard a modest apparel. That's in the Bible. We don't take parts of the Bible out and act like we're living God's life on this stage and telling people, feel the energy, feel the energy with your panties on. Feel the energy. (laughs) My God, what kind of mess? But people are buying these tickets. I tell you, uh, I like the most songs, uh, I'm going home in the morning train. You better have your ticket. Get on board. Amen. That's the ticket I got to buy. It's purchased with the price of progress, which is a struggle. Amen. And look at the uh, 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 forefathers. They come from Israel, right? Israel means the people that struggle, you know, they are teetering and tottering. Let's see, flesh, spirit, flesh, flesh, spirit, you know. So, they're always in this little struggle, this little wrestling thing. They can't beat God, but they're wrestling with what mindset to settle in on. And that's just how mankind is. And God knows what He's dealing with. But God will not strive always with man. He will give us instructions until all of the tests are finalized based on the individual. Amen. You know. You have a different need than me and I from you. God will deal with us each and every one individually. And you may be done with the test, but I might not be. I may may have to take that test a lot of times. My God, some of us have to study a long time. Some seems like we we hardly study. Eat a snack and come on and get the test done. My God. But God knows each and every one. God wants us all to come to the knowledge of the truth amen he does not want any to perish but what all come to repentance he gives us a chance even the people on those stages calling his name and not even intimate with god for real for real god's going to deal with them and i get sad when i hear about some people who are christian singers they get you know disheartened some kind of way the devil gets in there with his little monkey wrench and now they're saying i'm denouncing my faith the God they used to sing about, amen. So endearing, and have people crying and coming to the altar. And now they're not even saved. What is going on? Were they saved before? I'm wondering. Were they saved before? It's uh, seemingly they were not. Amen. If you're if you if you say you have what fellowship with Him and what walk in darkness, you what A lying, and you're not doing the truth. The Scripture here said to what See, seen in me. Receive from me, learn from me, heard me teaching it. You gotta what do? Doing it means not acting. It means you have been transformed, and it, it is who you really are. You're not an actor. You're not putting on. It's a come on, amen. <laughs> it's a come upon. It's not a put on. You putting on a show. You playing the nut role, amen. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> You're not really in there. You are acting. See? And as kids we used to play church and all. Amen. Until the Holy Ghost really got us. Amen. And we were shouting for real. Amen. Amen. Holy Ghost got us real good. We started preaching for real. Amen. <laughs> Thank God. Or you could be playing like you want to do something else. Play smoking. And some kids get so wretched they play like they're getting ready to, you know, be intimate sensually. And that's not good. The devil said, I have some play toys for y'all. Try these here out. But I think God I became a church kid and started doing the church stuff. We would even act like we're driving the church bus. Go over to people's house, bum bum, blow the horn. They'd be like, I'm taking forever to come out. We'd be like, all right, we're going to be late. Come on now. And then the next person, we're not going. And the bus went there for nothing. <laughs> we used to play those games. But we not going house, you know, <laughs> and keep on going room, <laughs> playing church as kids, by God. And then grew up having to do all of the stuff, the bus ministry, all of the stuff that we were playing before. We began to really do them. We stopped acting. I think a lot of people be in church a long time, but a lot of them are just what? Acting. The Holy Ghost didn't really come upon them and transform them for real. didn't go through these things recognize who God is adoring God for real and seeking to do his will this message is focusing on how we can appropriately petition God that means come and approach him you see the people in the Bible in the Psalms they were crying out complaints Uh, not that God didn't know about them but God allows us to say what's hurting us God doesn't say shh stop being a little nag I know you hurting gosh just be quiet and sit there no God lets us say the stuff my heart is hurting oh this person lied on me he just says get it on out come on come on come on talk to me talk to me he wants us to do that and then we begin to ask him not that he won't do it but we're now pouring out and God is using the pouring out to get us to come to him and soon enough we will know his will Some of the stuff will be taken care of others. We got to go through some stuff. But all in all, we have to say, nevertheless, what? Not our will, but thy will be done. Amen. On earth, what? As it is in heaven. God lets us pour out. So God's glory brightens as we deny the powers of darkness access to our spirit, to our soul, and to our body. The prerequisites of this piece, as revealed in Philippians uh, 4.9, support the fact that as we submit to his guidance, we can then appropriately petition him. Before we can petition him correctly, after pouring our heart out, we should have what? Submitted to his what? Guidance. Very important. People don't submit to his what? To his guidance. If they don't, somebody else is guiding them, not his word. It must be the gurus of society. It must be somebody. It must be your flesh, and then you find a fleshly preacher who will appease, or a church teacher who will appease what you are uh, whining about in the flesh. God lets you whine, but you got the amen. Soon enough, say, uh, Holy Ghost, what is the meaning of this? And as I began to ask God that these last few weeks, certain intimate things, God, I need the meaning. I actually said that. I need the meaning. The Holy Ghost helped me to say that. He said, you need to look for meaning, for that deeper meaning in God. Ask him for it. Amen. And if you diligently seek him, he's going to be a rewarder of them, right? With the knowledge from heaven. So we then, after being submissive to God, he will nourish us, amen, for whatever we need for the journey ahead. Hence, give us this day our what daily bread. The God of peace shall be with us as we walk in agreement with his kingdom. That's why I felt the Holy Ghost saying to use that hymn about walking. Amen. Just a what closer. Walk with thee. Granted, Jesus is my plea. Oh, we are petitioning God. God's grace will be uh, experienced as a daily gift uh, as we submit to him. It will also become clearer to us that God's gift of grace and peace in our lives is just that. Check this out. It is a gift, not a loan, and it is not a purchased product. Who are we? Uh, We think we're rich enough to now go and purchase from God. Does God need our money? No. Can we purchase from God? No. Jesus paid a price we could never pay. We can't come thinking we can move God and bargain with him. No. It's a gift, not a loan, my God, not a purchased product. Jehovah Jireh is the God of our endless and certain supply who meets our most mundane needs. To help us succeed in accomplishing his will. He knows that we will never be able to pay him back. Uh, We will never be able to afford the price of our redemption either. Our triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit is always ready to lovingly meet the needs of our triune being. What's our triune being? Our body, our soul, and what? Our spirit. Each part of us should be working in concert not in a war, right, like the triune Godhead to do his will. The enemy of God would like to uh, see us suffer personal civil wars, if you will. These civil wars are in our mind, and they work against our spirit. They could work against our body. Or perhaps our body's doing something because we have the habit for it, and it's working against our mind. We know better, but we don't want to do better. Right? We shouldn't fornicate. We know that in the scripture. But somehow, my God, our intros are just going forth. They have a mind of their own. I don't know. I woke up and I was there in the hotel. I don't know what happened. Oh my goodness. Your mind could fight your body. Your body could fight your mind. My God. And your spirit is not subject to God. It's going to be subject to something else. So there's a bad warfare going on. It should be hard for us to become discouraged since the God In us is greater than sin. Why is our sin winning? Because we don't submit to God all the way. Mm -hmm. If our spirit has been regenerated by the power of the Holy Spirit, then it should always be given freedom to move in what? In God's will. We have to make a choice. That's the thing. Our spirit is supposed to be in direct communication with God on a daily basis. As we do what? Three words. Pray without ceasing. Which keeps us plugged into the mighty move of God. He wants us to stay in the loop of heaven. We must stay in the loop of heaven. And he certainly wants us to stay in the loop of heaven. We should always be getting his memos in the spirit. Amen. His will is supposed to be done how? How? On earth as it is being done in heaven. This is why our soul must be fed with what exclusively? The holy word of God. And to what capacity? Every single day. Amen. God's memos are to be kept fresh and alive as we continue to consume them every day. Are you reading the Bible every day? Are you trying to memorize scriptures? Scriptures every. Day, Are you studying the Word? When I read through the daily Bible reading, there are some things God is saying, put a pause and review that. And I go through notes and such, or look things up, and I review to make certain there is no disparity in my understanding. Amen? Because I want to understand the Word correctly, and you should want to understand the Word correctly. Thank God. And you'll live it correctly and you will communicate it correctly. We're supposed to be in communication with God so those things can happen. See, if not, our soul won't be fed the word of God on a daily basis and we will begin to walk a walk that is incorrect. Our bodies have daily nourishment and uh, hygienic needs. Is that true? Yes. Okay. Do you have to be nourished? Yes. Do you have to wash yourself, brush your teeth, amen, comb your hair? Well, some hairdos don't require the combing of hair anymore, so maybe that's not on the list, right? But guess what? Your soul has to be taken care of, too, with nourishment and hygiene. And your spirit, think about it, psychology, there's emphasis there for nourishment and hygiene. Thank God you could be feeding your mind incorrectly. Even socially, there could be uh, malnourishment socially. Think about it. Social media, there's a lot of bad things in there. Amen. And good things, but a lot of bad. And you you get hooked on it. There's a new psychology in uh, American psychology uh, teachings and research um, regarding the effects of social media. And people are kind of hooked on it. They get affirmed from it and etc etc. Cetera, et cetera. Our spiritual man needs to have the right nourishment and hygiene, just like the body and the soul. We need a new attitude that wants heaven's imperatives to be met first and foremost. Heaven should be first. We need a holy motivation that seeks to please God like a healthy physical appetite wants to be satisfied every day. Your body could crave for the wrong thing if you train it incorrectly. It can be retrained, but there's a struggle in the progress of that. You're going to want the other thing, and it's going to be right before your eyes in visions and dreams, and you can hear the food calling you. (laughs) My God, haunting and taunting until you get delivered from it. My God. (laughs) You got to go cold turkey, my God. Oh, Oh, hallelujah. Anyhow. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. You can't keep eating and doing the same thing and thinking your body's going to get like them people on TV trying to sell you that stuff. My God, they got the best people on there to look like that because they know a lot of people don't look like that. And that's how they sell the products, my God, and the machines and stuff. Buy the machines if you want. They're going to become clothing hangers and stuff after a while collecting the spiderwebs all on it. School of spiderwebs. My God, and you're wondering, why did I buy that stuff? My God, the expiration date on them pills have passed 20 years ago. Why did you buy that stuff, my God? But you know, God's daily bread is very efficient. It's not going to do you wrong. God's daily bread is for those, though, who are on the move that leads to heaven. You look in your cupboard, you're not on the move that leads to heaven to make your body do what it needs to do. We may as well repent. Amen. Thank God. I like snacks a little bit too late. Then when I get up, I don't feel like exercising. Amen. I got to change my ways. Hallelujah. The God of Genesis will birth you into such a move to want what heaven wants. And that same God is also the God of Exodus, who frees you from the bondage of sin, setting you on the straight and narrow way that leads to life and peace. That's why I felt good after I left the dump. I dumped some stuff. I didn't have to deal with that stuff anymore. Thank you, Lord. And they got spots for everything at the dump. You can't just dump all willy-nilly. You got to put cardboard where it belongs, plastic where it belongs, thank God. Feel like I, I passed dump one on one, and uh, I'm gonna get a degree in a minute. And I knew how to. I know how to talk to the people at the gate. What do you have? And I tell them exactly. I probably need to go to this area, that area, and the other area. I had to go to three, four different areas with one load. But I got rid of all of them. They have different altars for different sins. Amen. Thank God. And I laid down my burden down at the altar. Hallelujah, and got free. Thank God. But we got to learn to live like that in God as you live in agreement with God. See, anything or anybody in the way of that progress will be moved what out of the way. Talk to your food in your mind right now, whatever that demon is that's making you mess up. Say, you got to move out of the way. Hallelujah. Some stuff could be done in you know moderation. But you got to talk to yourself. You know yourself. You can't be alone by yourself with that thing. It's going to win. Amen? Everybody gone and you're not listening to God that much. That thing is going to win. It's going to have you in the full Nelson. That's a wrestling move where you can't move. Amen? And that thing going to win. It's going to pin you down. Same thing with uh, sensuality in our culture. People are hooked on porn and such. Everything seemingly got a little sprinkle of porn in it at least. Some a whole lot more, like gallons and gallons. But, amen, we got to know how to turn from our wicked ways. God's people called by his name shall what humble themselves before him. Seek his face through prayer. And prayer is unceasing, amen. You don't shut it off and go get busy in the devil. No, pray. Seek my face. That's in a diligent manner. Amen. And you're always constantly trying to get there. Regardless of what's trying to, amen, pull your coattail and look over here, look over there, look back there, look too far ahead. No, you're right in the pocket with God. If you can't smell God's cologne on his garment, that means you done went somewhere else, amen. (laughs) Why does it smell stink? Jesus not stink. Oh, my God, where am I at? My God, I'm far from the peaceful shore. Where am I? My God, we got to get right back in the pocket. Thank God. Don't let anything impede your progress. Israel did. They were on a journey to the promised land for way too long. Forty years. And But look at this. There were some faithful people among them. And God did not allow his true pilgrims to become wore out or to become malnourished. There were some hardheads getting nourished because there were faithful people among them. But the unfaithful began to do the wrong thing with the manna. Trying to fry it, bake it, do all kinds of stuff, put sugar all on it, whatever they were trying to do to change the manna and save some for later. God didn't say this is now later. It's no. Eat it right now. Thank God. There was no refrigerator in the desert. Amen. Not be supposed to be trying to save it. They went back to their uh, little tent and found worms up in there. Because God said you shouldn't be trying to save it. You have to, amen, live this life, what, every single day. You can't put it aside when you go back, oh, that's sour. No, that's what you used to need back then when you were 5, 6, 17, 20 years old. Now, oh, you need a a stronger dose. We try to go on yesteryear's anointing. God is saying, no, you need a daily bread for right here and right now. Hard-headed adults need a different dose, amen? Look on the back of the medicine. The kid dose is different from the adult, amen? Adults, you need a little bit more. Your, your neck is more stiff than a kid. You need a, a, a bigger butt whipping than the kid need. Amen. God need to kick you away from that stuff so you can kick the habit. He even preserved the people that were true to him in the wilderness journey back in Israel's ancient day with material resources. He preserved their wagon wheels, preserved their shoes, their garments didn't fray like the other folk. Isn't that something? God was keeping them. He kept me. Hallelujah. (laughs) This same God has such concern for those who have not gone the way of Cain. You know Cain and Abel? Cain, he started a whole different kind of road that leads to complete carnal-mindedness. And uh, Moses' cousin Korah began to compete and go to battle with them, and God had to, amen, show them of what sort they were and of what sort Moses and Aaron were, my God. If you maintain a hunger and thirst after the righteousness of God, then you will be enabled by God to make it all the way. Everybody say, all the way. way. To make it what? All the way. You need to be uh, in this kind of attitude, all the way, amen. You got to have that kind of attitude, that kind of motivation, that kind of dependence on God all the way, not part of the way, all the way. We may not know how to word our petitions sometimes when we're praying to God, but you know what? The inner glory that works on us and through us, which is the power of the Holy Ghost, will always have the right utterances we need to express our petitions To our vine of eternal nutrients. I'm calling God that. Vine of what? Eternal nutrients. Here's another thing he should be called. Our life source. Amen. You know his name. Jesus Christ. Amen. I went to Jesus with my pain and tiredness. And he led me to the lyrics of that song I was telling you just before. So your prayer and praise. May sometimes though sound like this character, this real person. He is the main African defendant in the Amistad case of 1841, uh, one Joseph Sinke. Um, he was thought of strangely by the onlookers in the court because he was somewhat inarticulate, but nonetheless truthfully effective. He said, give us free Why? Because they stole them from Africa and they were going to make them slaves. My God. And something happened on the ship, violence, and they were able to take over the ship and they were going to try to turn the ship around, go back to Africa, but they ended up on the shores of America. My God. But God knows our heart. He knows your love language. Most importantly, he can abundantly pardon. Thank God for that. No matter how far you are on a journey, there's some parting going to be needed. Thank you, Lord. Because the more closer you get to that Holy of Holies, more stuff's going to be revealed. Amen. God's going to say, no, you don't need that, this and this and that. But I I depended on this and this and that. Did you just say but? No, no, no. There's no but in the Holy of Holies. I said get rid of this, this and that. You just get rid of it. Amen. (laughs) Don't be questioning God. He's going to give you understanding. though. But some people just want to hold on to stuff. That's their rebuttal. They want to hold on. Thank God. But God is saying let go. That's the real let go and let God. He wants us free to consume, digest, and assimilate the holiness of heaven without restraint and without complaint. Amen. He is willing to feed us until we are not lacking in any part of our being. Don't forget body, soul, spirit. Only God can fulfill the petition to feed me until I want no more. That's old English. That want means nothing lacking, right? Why let the enemy block your true satisfaction that can only come from the one that created you? Think about it. Let this be the last day of any denials or deficiencies that cause you to be less than whole. Being unholy means you're less than whole. Being unholy, un-h-o-l-y, means you're not completely w-h-o-l-e. Don't let any part of your being be destitute of the Heavenly Father's desire to provide you with heaven's best. You should always want what heaven wants. You should always want to be free to get the food of divine freedom. Remember, no external or internal deterrent should be allowed to stop you from experiencing The fulfilling joy of feeding on the what? The food of divine freedom. A daily unceasing communion with God is needed for a successful journey of faith and a healthy daily survival. The test of exclusive holiness unto the Lord and being aware of our effectual role in the body of Christ is what this season of our church's revival is all about. We will be praying together as much as possible during this uh, coming fall season. It's right upon us so that God's spirit will mold us into what we need to be. God wants us to be molded into what he needs us to be. He needs us to be of a certain character and mind. Amen. We have to walk in the spirit and not ever give in to the lust of the flesh as we pray. We want to be exclusively pleasing to you, O God. Give us your food of divine freedom. Feed us with it until we are not lacking in any area of our life. We are seeking to be holy in all of our motives, all of our endeavors, so that you will have freedom to work through us. Even so, come Lord Jesus, find us working. Find faith in the earth in your house. Faith in the earth in the realm. Faith in the earth in my brother in my sister. Faith in the earth in me, oh God. It's me standing in the need of prayer. Not my brother or my sister, but it's me, oh Lord. Standing in the need of prayer. Hallelujah, God. Help us, Lord. Send a revival. Let it begin in me. We need you, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, God. Thank you, Lord. We of the Realm of Agape Christian Church Pray that the Holy Word of God has richly blessed your soul. To send prayer requests, use the contacts page of our website, www.roagape.org. We need your continued prayers and financial support to maintain this ministry. You can also find a secure means of donating on our website, God bless you.